In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you folks a story of how Rafi almost broke up with me. Womp, womp, womp. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 27 of the Journey to Marriage podcast. What's up, what's up? Today, we're going to be talking about how Raphael almost left me. Ooh. Uh, yes, and just to give some backstory to that, it's around um, alcohol because I drank a lot of alcohol <laughs> in college and it was bad habit that I developed and it was seeping would you say seeping creeping into our relationship yeah okay so tell tell us about this so I mean like a little bit about it so she was yeah, so she had this habit, and I remember, like, early on when we we weren't even dating, I don't, I don't think, when we were at the nightclub, right? And I asked you that question, or maybe we were. I think we were, because one of the, so, like, we were, we were at the nightclub. Not like your this, typical nightclub. Yeah, not your typical This is, like, your oldies <laughs> yeah. type nightclub. It was legit, though, because, like, they played 90 music. And, and like below these, yeah <laughs> it was legit we were like the youngest folks there um but yeah we like to dance anyways like i remember like early on in a relationship sarah would would drink a little too much and it's fun it's kind of we it's kind of funny that she's like when i talk to her about it she just seems like clueless <laughs> as to how drunk she she is and i notice it because she her her words are slurring drunk or tipsy i don't know it's the same thing to me <laughs> yeah like she, her her words are slurring i can smell it from her mouth and i would tell her early on like hey maybe you should stop uh drinking too much and what did you do well of course when i'm already intoxicated i'm like yeah okay <laughs> Give me another drink, yo. <laughs> yes, lit. <laughs> so, why did you di- why did you drink a lot? Um, because it was fun. That, that that was my definition of fun. Um, and I don't know. It was just a way for me to feel loved. I know that sounds bad. Um, I mean, those are your bad habits, right? Yeah, and then of course, like. When I'm intoxicated, someone's going to take care of me. Mm. 
Yeah, that so, is not the way to go seeking love and to be taken care of. Yeah, so then like this whole thing escalated when I picked her up one day from a work event, so we could go do the dancing. But Weird. at the work event, they had the free wine. Free wine for her. Woohoo! No, not woohoo. Because <laughs> this day was probably one of the worst days in our relationship. Yeah. Where we knew and we had a covenant created where we were going to go dance on a certain day, a certain time. We're going to learn how to swing dance and we're taking swing dance lessons. So she knew this. Um, so I picked her up. We went to the swing dance lessons. And I remember when we were driving there, I was talking to her <laughs> about like just her day. And she would like shout at me like she <laughs> like she's talking, but she's talking really loud. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she was slurring her words and again i was kind of just like oh this girl's probably intoxicated and i wasn't bringing it up just like in the past i wasn't really bringing up the situation and i thought i was playing it off cool nope you were not at all <laughs> and i found out on the dance floor so we were dancing doing the swing dancing and literally the the move that she had to do was the most easiest thing which is to walk straight towards me. <laughs> we were apart. Uh, I would let launch her and then she would have to walk towards me. And you should have saw her. She was like walking <laughs> like a newborn calf. What? Coming out of the womb, just like bling, bling, bling. Or Man, like, I wish I saw myself. <laughs> she was like crooked walking. And all she had to do was walk towards me. And that's when I blew up. I blew up on her and I'm like, are you effing kidding me that you are intoxicated right now because we made this covenant that we were going to learn how to do this and now you can't even walk towards me. We can't even do this lesson. And I was just like super upset. Which caused me to be upset and didn't really like the bad vibes going on. So I left the dance studio and i tried getting my own way home finding my own way home how'd that go <laughs> um well i did not have cash for the bus and i was too intoxicated to enter my credit card information to get an uber <laughs> so i called one of my good guy friends to come and pick me up and bring me home Hmm. And when I found that out, because I called her and I found out she was with another dude, that's when I blew up even to the whole nother level because this is another covenant we created in our relationship where when we feel both vulnerable and hurt, we do not run to the opposite sex for help because that is just not the, the best and most prudent thing to do. So when I found that out, literally what I said on the phone was hey if you continue driving with him we are over and i started panicking i told my friend like stop the car pull over park somewhere he's gonna break up with me and i was just like crying and intoxicated it was just a mess yeah it was a mess y'all and but then like I realized how I reacted to this whole situation was not the 
best way I should have reacted. Um, and I was driving. I was driving my car. I left the dance studio and I was driving to towards to pick her up from where she stopped at. And that's when I started like really reflecting on what I was doing. When the emotions start to settle, that man, I messed up. I shouldn't have projected all this on her. And yeah. Um. So what happened was <clears throat> we. I I mean I, I ended up picking her up. And I didn't attack her or anything. She was bawling her. I don't know if you remember any of that night. I remember, um, I think I was sitting on the ground or like the block in the parking stall thing Mm. and crying. Yeah. So I took her home and yeah, I mean, like I wasn't yelling her at, at all. But the next day... I wanted to sit down with her and talk yeah. about this whole situation. Um, and I wanted to do it in a better way than how I initially reacted to her because that wasn't that wasn't the lo- the most loving and kindest way to to deal with a situation. So we decided to sit down and we started to talk about this situation, how I was concerned and how this whole situation made me felt and how her drinking habits, how that concerned me, mm-hmm. um, especially that we were seriously thinking about getting married one day. Um, and yeah. You don't want to be <laughs> marrying a drunk. Yeah. So what happened when I brought this all up to you? Um, I I felt the way you approached it that day was very, what do you call it? peaceful i guess or i just felt like i was in a safe space again where you weren't projecting anything at me you weren't judging me um yeah it's a very safe zone Mm -hmm. yeah and after that conversation we decided to create a covenant around drinking where we would both hold each other accountable because we know we know the the effects of alcohol when we are when we don't um, consume it in moderation, right? It, yes. it just it just um, hurts your thinking and just like your reasoning, your logic. So we create a covenant where we're like, hey, when we're out together, we can only limit ourselves from drinking. One to two drinks. One to two drinks. And that's something we would just like, we knew and we established. Like Mm -hmm. that is our covenant and we will have to communicate that if anything changes, but that's what we know. Like that was our expectation. And when we did this, what, what were we able to accomplish? Well, now we're able to go out and have fun like mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to worry about me getting intoxicated or I wouldn't have to worry about um hurting you and not loving you because I was being reckless mm-hmm. now I have like a guideline to stick to to ensure that it doesn't happen mm-hmm. because you were more important than a glass of alcohol to me so I wanted to make sure that i stuck to this yeah and you also learn how to drink in moderation yeah 
Um, I mean, that's something that I've learned from good brothers of mine. And she started learning that. And we, we, we learned how to hold each other accountable, which is super powerful. So for all of you guys who are listening to this right now and you think about the, the areas in your relationship that causes tension and conflict, the overarching strategy around this is to make sure you create a covenant around these tension areas in your relationship um, of things that were maybe expressed or not expressed in a concrete manner and don't like be be real with your partner mm-hmm. about these yeah. things and don't don't just beat around the bush because that caused me to project on sarah because i was like in early on in the relationship i was just like oh you should probably not drink a lot yeah and i never really i never really brought it up so like when you guys sit down and create this covenant it calls you both to really listen to each other's needs Mm -hmm. and if you want to love each other that's what you need to be listening for and finding that good sweet spot of what your covenant will be so you can love each other better yes and a covenant all that really is 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 practically an agreement between you two but we call it a covenant because I mean, that's what marriage is all about, right? It's the marital covenant. That is not just you two, but you're bringing God in the situation. So when you create a covenant in your relationship, you're not just creating a covenant between you two, but you're also creating a covenant between you both and God that you guys are agreeing to grow in virtue, to not have to get into unnecessary conflict around tension area because you have already created a covenant around it. You've already talked about it. It's concrete and you both agreed upon it. So um, something that to think about for all of you couples who have these tension areas in a relationship, start talking about this. Start creating covenant around these areas and don't just beat around the bush. Don't withhold this information or else you're going to be like me and you're going to project everything on your partner. And then that's not loving, right, guys? Our goal is to love. Yep. Yep. Be like Jesus, everybody. So with that being said, I mean, that's what we teach. We teach all this conflict resolution, creating covenants, learning how to communicate in a healthy manner. So if this is something that you're serious about, learning how to improve and really master in your relationship, go to our website, journeytomarriage.com. And we have a coaching tab where you can apply to work with us. Yes, because all the tools that we share, they are necessary, they are powerful, and they are foundational for your relationship. Yes, and you don't have to wait till marriage to learn these things because usually when you start learning these skills in marriage, that's usually when you're already too late. You're in the counselor's office, you're with a therapist, and you're desperately trying to figure out how to save your marriage from using these skills. So why just avoid all of that in your marriage and start learning that now before marriage. Start building these really good healthy habits. And that's what we do as relationship coaches. And we are here to serve you in that way. So with that being said, I hope you 
all got value from this episode. And we are praying for all of you holy couples who are on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.